This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, buddy, it's hour number three of the GBAC Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Our spring training coverage continues, and it's brought to you by Sonic. Mmm. Good. Good. It's time for some Cowboys Combine news. We've got stuff on Tyler, uh, I'm sorry, Tyron Smith, Tyler Biotish, Michael Gallup, and more right here for you, G-Bag Nation. Number of interesting reports today out of the Combine. Guys running, guys running fast, making a good impression. We're here to talk about that with you. General at your service, there's the former Cowboy scout Brian Broaddus. You have Lucius Alexander in the Pimp Cup back home, Master Control 75 and fits you. Eric Chiafalo is here. Ruben Portillo is here, uh, remote engineer. Carter Freeman's coordinating your video, 105thefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube. And along with you, we are the G-Bag Nation here on The Fan. Woolchuck's out, uh, probably back on Monday. Had a baby uh, Sunday afternoon right as we were landing. The baby came early, so he's been at home all week, sending him some love on social media. He just sent me a, a, a video holding doing a little uh skin to skin hold there oh my you're goodness. just reminded of how hairy he is look at that chest yeah. i mean my goodness but look how was the baby terrified baby girl Absolutely baby girl precious. i don't know looks like we might be dealing with the daddy's girl situation dude <laughs> look how yeah. cute that is holding uh, this baby that is, is wonderful. the baby breastfeeding there uh, I believe she, she could. <laughs> she, yeah, it's just too hairy. <laughs> hey, uh, let's jump into this Cowboys news with you, G-Bag Nation, as we watch the Royals and A's play some baseball. Um, Cowboys are scheduled to meet or, or did meet today with the agents of uh, Tyron Smith and, and Tyler Biotish. Okay, Todd Atcha with the report here on Tyron. Cowboys scheduled to meet with Tyron today the Combine. He wants to play for a 14th season. Both sides felt like they found a practice plan that helped keep him healthier than in the past. I like that. Uh, Gelkin reporting that they're meeting with fewer agents at the Combine compared with years past. No sit-downs, for example, was planned this week with Dak Prescott's rep. The cited rationale being the two sides have enough experience working with each other to render a check-in unnecessary. But uh, they are checking in uh, with Tyron Smith and Tyler Biotish, guys, and I just I cannot believe it. You have a number of good centers staring you at 24. You need to run the ball better. How are you going to make your running game better? The coaches are stumped, I assume, at this point. The coaches are stumped. This is where a quality GM needs to come in and be like, okay, how exactly are we going to be better? Is the plan seriously to just 
hold our breath that players play better or that we get a magical running back that can make average offensive line play look outstanding? Like, what's our plan if we're seriously bringing back Tyler Biotish? Like, what, what could that meeting possibly be about? You, they're talking about money. They're trying, they're, tr- they're trying to come to some sort of a number that, that makes sense for all their parties in, involved. And I imagine, you know, the, the, that means the Cowboys are, are open-minded to a return. The answer to Tyler Biotish's agent, and I like the guy. I met Tyler Biotish, interviewed him a couple of times, cool dude. But the, the answer for the Cowboys should be, I'm sorry, your client needs to go somewhere else because we don't want him. You know, the same sort of uh, stance you had on Zeke last year where it's like, sorry, just don't want him. You know, that should be the, the stance that you take because if, if your center can't help you in the run game, then now you're hoping to find, probably in the draft, the guy who can step on the field rookie year, help protect your quarterback in the passing game, and be absolutely dynamic running the football if you want the four and a half yards per attempt that is going to be required to make defenses respect your running game. Uh, And now you're feeding Dak in the passing game to the Wolves. We've seen what happens when you can't run the football against good defenses in the playoffs with this football team. They They put coverages on the field that paralyzes this passing game. So hopefully that meeting, you know, hopefully I'm jumping the gun here, and that meeting actually was the Jones boys saying, we're not bringing Biotish back. Have a nice day, Mr. Agent. Yeah. What do you think, Broadus? I mean, I've been the guy that. I know you're out on him. I'm out. I'm out. I think you you can can upgrade there. Uh, I've I've seen Tyler Biotish the, the last couple of years. There's things about his game I respect. I think he went from a guy that, really struggled early on with what was going on with the communication, with identifying uh, help in the blocking, with the, the calls and things like that. I think very early in his career, he wasn't very good at that. And I think he's gotten better, but I don't think he particularly handles second-level blocks all that well. I don't think he particularly handles uh, uh, you know, those lateral blocks where he has to reach a three-technique or get a one-technique in a double-team situation. So, no, I'm, I'm moving on right there. And if, if Gavin's right, if they brought uh, his agent to the bus and told him, hey, we are moving on, we're not going to do anything with your client, then I would be totally okay with that. Because I've looked at this draft already, and there's probably three, four guys that I would love to have over Tyler Biotis right now. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, they, hopefully that's the case. I don't know, because you would think if you – if it's a non-starter, like you know you're wanting to move on from the player, why would you even do the face-to-face, especially when the reports are that the Cowboys are doing less agent well, you interviews or, or sit-downs? You might be just being – it might be just a way of – Being of, respectful. Worked, yeah, just being respectful. You've worked with – you know, instead of keeping him in – instead of keeping him in the uh, – you know, in kind of that – in the loop or keeping him warm you're just saying hey listen we are going to move on from you you know and or hey if you've got nothing going on maybe we could circle back at a later date but this is what we're going to do yeah and remember it was mike mccarthy right that really led the charge on trading up to get him a few years ago in the draft yeah wasn't it McCarthy that really liked him? So I don't know how much that factors in. But yeah, maybe they really like him. You know, maybe they see value in there in a, in a way to to get an offensive lineman starter secured without it having to be market setting money. A couple of years ago, they passed on that opportunity to get Tyler Linderbaum, and um, you know Tyler ended up being a really good player. But so was the player they got, 
in, in Tyler Smith. So, you know, I think this is a front office that, you know, in a scouting department that deserves credit for making good decisions. But I think right now it's got to be clear we have to help our running game. Like, as much as we want to go help our defense and, you know, get linebackers, get some defensive tackles, all of that is great. Um, but your offense has been ruled impotent against good defenses for far too long. And the, the, the times where it has looked capable of going toe-to-toe, it's because your running game has been incredible, like it was for the first 15 games of, of 2022, like it was you know, with Zeke in 2016 when they almost beat the Packers when Dez caught it. You know, that is when they were a, a, a real, like, viable postseason team where Dak leading an offense could actually go and, and score you 30, 35 points against a damn good team. Why? Because you could run the hell out of the football. Um, and if I, I guess I, you know, I, I'm just I'm sitting here watching this in real time now. Everything that's happened since the end of the regular season, I said, well, or, or since the end of the playoffs, I said, well, we got to see what actions they take, you know, and 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 surely they're not going to bring everything back essentially what it is, plus some budget free agents in a draft class and be like, go get them, guys. We really believe in you this time. But it seems like they will. And one of the things this team really likes and they've been really good at over the years is getting starters for well below market value or top of the market value. And they, they, I think they like that because it allows them to free up some cash to spend on other places. And overall, that is a good team-building strategy. I agree with that with Tyron Smith. But when it's a key spot like center and your running game is broken – it's got to be priority number one. And, guys, we're not moving on to priority number two until we're damn sure. And you got to get the coaching staff involved in this as well. Like a, a GM would be like, hey, what are the best running games doing? What are we doing? Let's match these two things up. And if you think it's too much work or you think that uh, it's not worth it or you show me the chart last year where the Cowboys were actually a little bit worse running with motion than running without motion, you're like, sorry, we're one of those teams that runs better without motion. I'll say, get the hell out of here. You're fired right now, sir. Okay? We need coaches who believe what the data is telling them and can go out and teach that and get that on the field on Sundays so we're not actually worse running with motion which they somehow were in 2023, when it's one of the most powerful offensive trends going. We don't recognize it's important, and we don't have coaches that can coach it well enough to take advantage of, of you know, what that scheme's doing for the best offenses. You know? And again, this is where a GM needs to be the smartest man in your room if you're going to win a Super Bowl. Or your coach has to essentially be a GM or is troubleshooting what all of the modern trends are doing as, provide, as far as providing major advantages. And here we are now, combine week, where the Cowboys' hand at March 1st or March 2nd is now starting to be revealed. And I, and that I, I am being re, re-injected with that frustration of after the wild card game. I'm, I'm right back to square one when it comes to my, my level of irritation with this front office's incompetence. Yes, we can talk about the coaches and Dan Quinn screwed up and Mike McCarthy might just be mid as a head coach that got lucky to win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers and a terrific front office in Green Bay. That's what happened, okay? And we could talk about how Dak is not the ideal quarterback, okay? But he's damn good. He's damn good. And all you need is a team that knows we got to give him a running game. All you need is somebody with the last name Jones to say, hey, guess what? We're team building like he's Patrick Mahomes. But... I don't know. He's much closer to Matt Ryan, you know. He's much closer to, to just a dang good quarterback. Look at how the Rams won with Matt Stafford. That's what we got to do, guys. 
We, got, we, we can't stop looking at this like we're trying to win the Super Bowl and also manage the cap year to year. you got to pick one. Right now, you've picked. You're managing the cap year to year, and you're not winning the Super Bowl. The, the teams that are winning the Super Bowl either say we're not managing the cap year to year or they have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Go ahead and just Google it. Find, find me an example of a team that did not do one of those two things and actually won the Super Bowl. It's just it, 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 now, is, now is driving me crazy here as we get to this combine, Brian. I'm sorry for rambling. No, absolutely. And I think that they, you know, it's, it's really, uh, it's unfortunate that Mike McCarthy, they get rid of Kellen Moore, and then they decide that, you know, they need to run the ball better. And they couldn't. They, they got worse at it. They got worse by a at half it. yard. Yeah, and I, that, that's the thing that's really disappointing to me, that if all of a sudden it became a, a, an item of importance to Mike McCarthy and he just could not deliver on that. And I, I do feel like, though, that the one thing that I am encouraged by is that they are looking at the top. Their priority visits have been with the top running backs. I know on my yeah. board. On yeah. my board. So, and I'm not talking about drafting a first-round running back. I'm talking about a second-round running back or kind of finding a, 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 a spot to grab one. But at least they're talking to guys, I think, that can make a difference. Now, they've got to figure out a way to block up front. They've got to you get know. better at center, and they've got to get better at point of attack, tight end blocking. Yeah, that, no, that, you is, know. that has got to become better because if they don't do that, then it, it doesn't matter. You can't put Barry Sanders back there. It's not going to be any better. I was, I was going to you know, give the running back story there that Florida State running back sure. Trey Benson had done a formal meeting with the Cowboys, and he felt like the Cowboys have a scheme that's uh, the same as Florida State, and I think it would be a good fit for me. I think you're going to have to find the best running back in the NFL and maybe take him at 24 uh, in the NFL draft if, if you want to fix your running game and you're going to bring back Tyler Biotish. Wow. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see what this means. But I imagine over the next two weeks we're going to hear about you know Tyler Biotish doing a long-term deal with the Cowboys and, and structuring in a way that, that frees up uh, you know cap space for this year that they can spend on other players. Oof. I would be disappointed if that was the case. Oh, if that's the case, dude. If that if that if you spent money, that's crazy. If you spent money, and you're and you're you could. You could absolutely be right, Dawson. Even if you get him on the cheap, even if it's Tyler Biotish on the cheap, but it's we're running him back as yeah. our starting center. Yeah. Like this is going to be our guy, and we're just not. We know have. he's not great, but we we're getting him at such a low cost that we're willing to run it back because he is sort of like maybe just below above average starter kind of deal. Yeah, but th- I mean that would be egregious, especially especially as you keep with the quality. Home. Right, the it, quality of center that you have in this draft. And you run that back? Nah, oh. I, I, I can't. I can't go with you there. That would be heartbreaking. That and, would and be especially heartbreaking. When when we've talked about and they've understood for so long, like how much they've missed a guy like Travis Frederick, and yeah. how much better things were when they had a, an absolute super stud at that center position. And even when you have a Hall of Fame guard and Hall of Fame left tackle, without that center, it's never been the same. Yeah. So if you can't identify that, and then also looking around the NFL and the team, but your final four teams this year, when it comes to the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Lions, I mean, the Niners were the one team out of the top four that don't really have a stud center. But those other three teams, they all have bona fide stud centers. They sure do. Yeah. It matters. I, I, think, I think that the organization is now underestimating the level of frustration. The fan reaction was different this time around. It's much different. The reaction from your legends is, is loud. It is much different, yes. You know, and yeah. I, I think this could very well be the season that could could shift fan sentiment towards the Cowboys because they're not paying attention to the fans. 
you know, this is where Washington was 15 years ago, and they were still doing sellouts, and the RG3 season went, and they're raging. And then in the years after that, you know, they did lose a number of games, but at some point the fans were like, it's not going to change. I'm done showing up. And uh, I, I don't know. Obviously, North Texas is the absolute epicenter of football, and the love affair that the community has had with the Cowboys is a, an eternal bond. Um, you know, but I, I do think at some point there is a, a – uh, some sort of a tipping point or a breaking point that is possible. Okay, when we return, it's time for the top ten. Where are we going, Chief? All right, in honor of our great sponsor, Sonic, for this week here in Surprise, I have the top ten largest fast food chains in America by number of locations. Who do you think's number one next year in the nation? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, buddy, welcome back. It is the G-Back Nation here on 105 Through the Fan. Welcome in. We're about an hour from what you're drinking, what you're thinking on a Friday. Live in Surprise, Arizona. Thanks to the Rangers for having us out. Segments brought to you by the Frankels. Life is unpredictable. Accidents happen. Frankel and Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If your loved one's been in an accident, contact the Frankels. For a free consultation, 214 or 817-333-3333. Go online at truckwreck.com. Now, here's Eric Chiafalo. Man, I feel like that guy just got robbed from a home run. I got to be honest with you. I thought it would hit on the grass and bounce back. My goodness, dude. Yeah think Wyatt Langford's doing some things at the plate today, which is encouraging. He's, he's uh, garnering some walks. Uh, he's getting the hits going a little bit. So shout out to uh, Wyatt Langford at the plate today in Scottsdale versus the Giants. Just notice the ball kid down the left field line has no glove. He's playing barehanded over there. Have you noticed that? I see him. I see him sitting down over there. Max Muncy just ripped one down there, and my kid just threw just threw up a hand. No glove. Gutsy. What's he doing? How do you allow that? Is that? I don't know. I didn't mean to stop down the show for observation time, but I don't think the kid's wearing a glove. I, I don't see a glove either. I would be, I'd be asking for one. Maybe he feels better about the, the bare hander. Maybe he's on the uh, Jose Posada peeing on his hands program. <laughs> Maybe he's got some tough he's, hands. Yeah, dude, he's, he's already calloused over. Good for him if that's the case. Now, uh, we will celebrate our great Sonic here uh, by I have the top 10 uh, fast food brands, the most locations. Which, which fast food restaurants have the most locations in all of America? I have the top 10 in front of me. Uh, Broad has thought he was a smart guy. I thought McDonald's would have to have been up there. Thought right? it would have been McDonald's. Now, they do have the most revenue. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. That, that, that's the most revenue, but they don't have the most locations. Yeah, billions and billions, sir. Yeah. 
but uh, and it's just in the United States, maybe in the world, McDonald's, as they are. I saw like Mark Zuckerberg was in Japan and he shouted out how delicious the McDonald's uh, was over there. So I know McDonald's maybe in the world probably has the most, but not in America uh, at the moment. Now, this is because you have places like, you know, like your Starbucks or something like that gets in the mix here when it comes to the fast food. Okay. 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 So I, 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 I lost my lunch. Now I've lost my sunglasses. You guys aren't you guys aren't pranking me? <laughs> no. Are they like on your shirt? Oh, I don't are. They are on my shirt. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Back to you, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Uh, Somebody stole my glasses. Oh, here they are. <laughs> just... Are you guys pulling a fast one on me? <laughs> I mean, I like what you're doing. I think it's funny, but can no, you it just would not be back? funny. Not be funny. I'm already jammed up about losing my lunch. The fact that you lost your lunch. Do you think yeah. one of these guys stole it? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think I put it down somewhere. Maybe you just set it down and walked away from it. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what lunch did he lose? Was it in a paper bag? <laughs> it was like in a shopping bag. I was I was at security with it, and I I got up here to the press box with it. I I, I believe. You think our old guy who likes the Japanese this, writers this is, is probably just, eating it right I, now? I'm just falling apart. I, I'm sorry. Back to you, Eric. No, it's all good, man. That's that that's tough sled, dude. When you lose your lunch, all of a sudden you feel like you've lost your ass a little bit. Yeah, and then and I was like, mind. okay, now I've lost my glasses too. <laughs> Th- this can't be a coincidence. You know, yeah. <laughs> we just slowly start removing items from your area every and, time. You know, <laughs> but hey, at least we didn't touch your diet coke. It wouldn't surprise me. Dawson, yeah. we got two hours to kind of pull this thing together to get to the airport. I don't right? like I need, our chances. I need you, I need you there. I, don't I believe know if in I, it. I don't know if I'm going to make it. <laughs> All right, we're getting some. Uh, a lot of people think it's McDonald's. It's not McDonald's. That's what I thought. Uh, Sonic Mm-mm. is actually number thirteen, by the way. Sonic is number thirteen. Mm, good, very good, mm. very very good. Yeah, thank Lucius, you, Sonic. Who do you feel like would be number one? I know who it is because I pay attention to the stock market a lot, so I don't want to ruin the number one. Okay, is, all is right, it fair Eric's enough. Favorite it, place, Burger King. It seems like it seems like the people that have texted in, the Tolos that have texted in, are much like Lucius here. They've they've got this thing. They've got this thing. Nailed. So it is Starbucks. It is not Starbucks. Uh, Starbucks actually is going to be uh, almost almost number one. They come in at number two. Okay. They come in at number two. Is it Pizza Hut? Uh, the the Pizza Huts. Yes. Okay. Good call. Pizza Hut. Oh, comes the in Yum at, Brands. Yeah, Pizza Hut comes in at number eight, and Domino's is number seven. They both have a little over six thousand, really almost seven thousand locations. Uh, your your number one is going to have over twenty thousand locations. Across the United States, and it's not tricky at all, right? It's—I mean, I guess it, it, it could feel like it kind of is tricky. Subway, boom! There nice. you go. Got Subway it. is number one. Eat they fresh. have over, over twenty thousand. Now they're trending down. They're—they're they're starting to—they're not building subways anymore. They're—they're uh, no. they're really starting to decrease them, and they're removing some franchises because they have so many. But they are still the American leader when it comes to total locations in the fast food industry. Dairy Queen pops in at number 10, That's a little over 4,000 locations. So I feel like we don't familiar. have enough of them being in Dallas. You I know. know. I, yeah. I, I was a little bit surprised to see it in the top 10 because I feel like we don't even have enough of the Dairy Queens. Um, uh, I'd give a lot of money for a steak finger basket right now. I know. Wouldn't it be better potatoes. if they had mashed potatoes? Mashed potatoes. Did you, they, you, I, that's like you have to have mashed potatoes with with yeah. steak fingers, I with feel the like. Texas they go, toast they go as hand well, in hand. yeah, with the Texas toast and a little bit bigger gravy bowl. I think I need a little bit more gravy there. I don't think I get enough gravy with the little steak fingers. Do you, you guys, guys steak. you guys pour the gravy over your steak fingers, or do you dip them? I'm a poor guy. I dip. Pour, 
pour and put pepper on top of that. I noticed that. Do you like to do that at the buffet, too? Yeah, I do. You have a giant plate stacked up, and then you just pepper everything. Right. It's a good call. I take El Paso on the steak fingers. Oh, El Paso? really? Controversial take. Not a big fan. Wow. Yeah. Fish sticks? Do you like it? Fish stick guy? <laughs> uh, too yeah. fishy. I'll take a blizzard. Thank you. Fish <laughs> yeah. sticks? Well, DQ's not doing the fish sticks, but I'm, like, trying to figure out something. You know what's underrated at DQ that you need to try? The tacos. Tacos. Yeah. yeah. Everybody the tacos says that. are underrated as all get out. Wendy's comes in at number nine. They yeah, have... they're going to try and raise the prices on you. <laughs> yeah. sneak in there. I think they walked that back, by the way. They didn't walk that back. They're alleging that, uh, I, I guess they did one of those rollouts. They saw that the return was not very good, and now they're trying to sell it like, no, these menus are going to be good because we're going to be giving promotions. Yeah. We're going to be giving promotions. We're going to be giving value deals. Yeah. But yeah. we'll value see. Deals. Yeah, the menu's going to look like a stock market ticker yeah. going yeah. across. <laughs> Ooh, sorry, sir. <laughs> if you would have been here 30 seconds ago, ah, you could have saved yourself $3. <laughs> Oh, the single with cheese. Oh, Pizza sorry. does come in at number eight. Domino's at number seven. Burger King, even though they, they're trending down, they're, they're losing, about they're Domino's? losing franchises left and right, but Burger King stays strong at number six. What's your take on Domino's? I think Domino's has given incredible effort. I, I think Domino's is trying to be. They got like ovens in the back of their driver's I, cars they're and trying stuff. To, they're trying to make their food as good as possible. As fresh as possible. It, it, they're trying really, really Despite hard. Despite having no real actual fresh ingredients. I would say that to, they're not my favorite, but they they're trying to, really hard. I, it's edible. I mean, I could definitely eat some Domino's. They need to go team up with the folks at Zalots, okay, because yeah. they actually make really delicious pizza for cheap, okay? They just need to deliver it because, uh, you know, I just – Tell you what, you're right about that Zalots, though. I mean – That garlic and grease they got working on that thing. God, is that good. Do- Domino's has had its lane for a very long time. I was disappointed to see Pizza Hut join that lane. I much preferred, you know, its original business model, but it went it went down to the Domino's path, so I, I understand. It's profitable. But I need something in the mid-range there, you know? Not not super cheap, but amazingly priced, you know? So that's the, uh, the genesis of my suggestion for Domino's. I think Pizza Hut, if you ask me for the chain pizza places... Yeah. I think Pizza Hut's the best. Yeah, they're doing a nice job. I agree with they you, are. bro. I like their thin and crispy. Pizza but it Hut's was, always been the spot. It was nice going into that back in the day. They'd have the little video games. They had the checkerboard. Oh, uh, oh yeah. The red cups. Yes. yes. And and the, the oh, pan pizza. The red cups. It was dang near gourmet. Yes. yes. You know, yes. the old yeah. style. Yeah, you, you guys got it figured out. Yeah. yeah. The book you club. Oh, my God, the book club. <laughs> there was a book club at yours? Bookets. Uh, you would read like a book a week or something like that. You get a free personal pan pizza. Oh, that's right, dude! In elementary, mm-hmm. yes. LeBron. That's what turned me that out time. to Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah. That's what got you going. That's what turned me out. Nice. That's all you need, kids. Take a bite. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss the old school pizza. But they make you man. turn in like a book report, Lucius. How uh-huh. did you get the pizza? Yeah, your parents had to sign off on it that you yeah. actually read the book, and so I, I did. did. Yeah. Okay. This this Captain Ahab. He got strapped to the whale. Yeah. He really couldn't get off the whale. Yeah, you tell some 16-year-old kid, I promise I read it. Yeah, sure, dude. Here you go, man. Just take it. <laughs> Just the bison, man. Okay. We read. <laughs> take it, man. Lenny. All right. A lot of people want to know where Whataburger comes in here on the uh, the fast food. Saw one out here in Arizona when we were driving around. It's becoming yeah. a national chain. It'll be number one someday. Yeah, I think it's 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 inching its way up the charts. Love me comes, some Whataburger. Comes in at number 28 right now. Uh, Texas obviously leading the way with how many they have, but it it is uh, approaching 900 locations, which is good for top good for 30. Them. 
Zaxby's is sitting there. That's at a chicken place from North Carolina, right? Uh, I think so because it's it's very much so on the yeah. the eastern yeah. shore is where most of the locations are. Carl's Juniors also in the mid twenties. That's mid-20s. a West Coast company. Wingstop is uh, in the mid twenties as well. It's my baby. Five Guys is is in the mid twenties. Fries are good. Hardee's. Hardee's very east. That's very old school. Very east as Southeast, well. Very southeast. The Hardee's. Oh, it's a terrible throw. That's throws why you're in the outfield. That's why you're Field your man. damn position, sir. <laughs> Is that his? Oh, and then he fumbles the bag there. Look at that. That's that's Sports Center, not top 10. I think that was the walk off right there. There was two bloopers on that play defensively that's to the allow the Royals right to there. win. An error and wins then, it. There's three different guys patting themselves on the chest saying, my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the pitcher who's yelling at people. That, that's called a dak right there. Let me tell you this, though. The pitcher's talking to the catcher, and everybody else is walking to the other end of the dugout. They're all like, I am not talking Shaking to you, Shaking heads. Man. They're they're. What the hell is going on here? Looking down. Pitcher man is like, he's Couple not. Of, who is Pitcher's not even going into the dugout because he not, knows everybody wants to kick his ass. The, catcher, just, the catcher's trying to calm him down, I think. Pitcher seems yeah. to be deflecting yeah. in a huge way. Finger pointing there. Yeah, catcher just gloves. put his arm around him. It's going to be okay, buddy. It's all good. Hey, it's just yeah. spring training. Doesn't matter. You weren't going to make the team anyways, dude. Oh. I heard the AA stadium has a new soda machine, bro. <laughs> You're gonna love it when you get back out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, uh, that w- that was pretty funny, dude. I hope I hope that ends up. I hope we get to relive that together as a country on Sports Center's not top ten. Jeez, dude, he chunked that thing right into the outfield. How did he throw it that bad, dude? Round second, center fielder sliding to get the errant throw from the pitcher pops up. Throws it in, relay guy drops it, doesn't even catch it. No play at the plate, game over. (laughs) That's incredible, man. Welcome to Oakland A's baseball. Yeah, that right there is the highlight. That should be the highlight film right there for Oakland A baseball. Taco Bell comes in at number five with uh, just over 7,000 locations in America. Duncan. What do they say? America runs on Duncan? They run on Duncan. Well, it is a Mount Rushmore currently. Almost 10,000 Duncan locations. Uh, then at number three, coming in bronze with McDonald's. They so have good. a little over 13,000 locations in America. Starbucks is number two with uh, just about 16,000 locations. But number one, it is Subway. Still going strong because Subway did this thing where they're in a bunch of school cafeterias. They're in every airport. They're in your mall. And then they're on every corner. Next thing you like know. As well. Man, if I'm being honest, <laughs> I think I would have I would have a glazed donut for every meal. I would just do Dunkin'. You know? I'm like, I don't need anything else. Uh, because it's that good. See, I would take it up just to the next level and make it can we put a beef patty on there and then mm. add another glazed donut and let's just go glazed yeah. donut cheeseburger. We can make a breakfast sand- sandwich out of it. We can eat it a la carte. A lot of different things. We can make dessert with a uh, vanilla ice cream in a donut. A lot of a lot of ways we could do it. But I, I could do donut for every meal. You know, I, I think that highly of it. I would love to see how, like, over time, how creative you could get with it. You yeah. I mean, because I think the versatility is there. First week, you're just like, dude, I'm hammering yeah. home glazed donuts. This is awesome. Yeah. Then you start to be like, okay, now I've had the glazed donut. How can we level up here? And you'd probably come up with some really cool things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, until the doctors got involved, of course. Yeah, right up you until know. your heart stopped. It'd be, a, it'd be a good couple months. 
Okay, uh, it is the GBAC Nation here on 105 Through the Fan. We are live at spring training. Salute to our sponsor at Sonic. Mm, good. good. little rim sesh coming up. We're going to talk some hoop. Uh, Chief, what, what are the subject matters looking like today? The Mavs are on the road for their biggest game of the regular season. To date, we break it down and get you set next year in the nation. Oh, thank you, Lucius. It is the GBAC Nation here on 105 Through the Fan. Hope you're having a great day. It is uh, it's a time now to get a little rim sesh here, an afternooner, uh, and here's the chief of the details. Guys, we might have to start talking about the KNC Masterpiece bump. We already know about the G-Bag bump. You know, Ranger stopping through the G-Bag Nation really in any capacity. He's in store for a pretty special night uh, the next time he uh, he's playing some baseball. And we remember yesterday, right before the G-Bag Nation took over, yeah. KNC Masterpiece interviewed Wyatt Langford. Oh, they did. It was riveting. Uh huh. It was award-winning, and all he did since then, Wyatt Langford today versus the San Francisco Giants in three at-bats. He's got a single, a walk, and a two-run bombski bomb. There we Hello, go. There we Wyatt go. Langford. Welcome to the bigs, baby. I've been, uh, you know, really trying to resist the temptation to float a nickname by you. I don't know. I've been workshopping it in my own head, but, uh, you know, Wyatt Bangford. Ooh, Okay. Bankford, I mean, I'm thinking more like a, a Diamond Dallas Page bang. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mike Breen. Yeah, bang. bang. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's going to be explosive out there. A bang's explosion, Brian. It looks like from the look on your face, I don't think you like it. No, I'm just. Uh, I'm always. Uh, I was trying to figure out. There's a, there's a player for the Oakland A's that was signing a bunch of autographs. So I was looking up if he was actually an Oakland A. You know, that's what I was doing. Oh, was that, and, but I, very nice. I, I appreciate Dawson. You're usually pretty good with those nicknames. Is he? Cunning Dunning? Cunning Dunning? I don't know. Uh, I'm stuck. I think it didn't he, stick. I think he, uh, you know, when he says the word workshop, yeah. he's trying to tell you something, and I think you're, you're on to something. Well, the baseball reference is not providing any sort of Wyatt Langford nicknames. So maybe I think Dawson's on to something. Maybe you just you maybe you just discovered something. You know, I think here. Wyatt Bangford, aka Bang Bang. You know that kind of works. If I'm on Sports Center, I'm running with it. Yeah, I think you. T- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you take that to the ten o'clock yep. and you run it live, and hopefully maybe it flops. You know, the audience will tell me. Yeah, but you got to get you got to get the risk taking, and there, it's there's clearly something. It's out for the taking. There's a market for this. There's no Wyatt Langford nickname according to baseball reference so probably needs to hit 40 bombs before it really sticks but if it sticks that year and you see a sign out there at the globe just saying bang bang hit it here oh my gosh dude it's hot give him a little target practice there out go. there now you're on to something Dawson. all right let's go ahead and cut the lights out we'll put the kids to bed and for the final time in surprise arizona the g-bag nation's going all 56 inches around that rim rain dance is that what he does It's always a special occasion when the Mavericks are on the road in Boston to take on the best team in basketball right now, man. Ultimate regular season test for these Mavs. Best team in the NBA. Celtics riding a nine-game winning streak. First on offense, third on defense. Should be a lot of scoring, though, despite that, because Boston first in offense since the the trade deadline, and Dallas is number two. Mm -hmm. So over the last few weeks of basketball, these are the two best offenses in the entire sport, and so this is going to be, hopefully, I mean, it's unfortunate with our traveling situation. I'll be trying to pull it up on the phone, see yeah. if we can consume it on the ride there, and while we're trying to wait through security or something. I but, had some pretty good luck with the onboard Wi-Fi streaming video on our flight here. It was uh, robust enough. It had enough bandwidth that I was watching video. 
a streaming video. Wow, so, dude. Okay. Maybe we'll yeah. get lucky. Broadus was you were watching you were watching a movie or a show. No, or I was something. watching Drive to Survive, the Formula One shows. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I downloaded all those. Oh, so you I didn't have to worry about. I didn't have to worry about it. Paying yeah, I, for the yeah, I didn't have to worry about it. Smart. I would have paid for it though. I know you would have. I like when I tell you the, the reliable Wi-Fi actually yeah. is Southwest Airlines. Oh, really? You send them the eight bucks. Yeah. Venmo it to them. Boom. You get. You get Wi-Fi. American Airlines won't block the gambling clients on your uh, apps, uh. which is great. That's what you need right there. Get a little want, poker going. You you want to make that flight time fly by? Boom. Start playing some blackjack. Maybe dip on over and uh, do some rude. Well, that's what I was doing. Poker. I was. I just know that my shows were like forty-five to fifty minutes long, and you get through a couple, then the flight was over. That's what I was yeah. doing, banking on. So you jump on that uh, that online poker, or whatever. Man, there was a lot to like in the association last night. Superstars doing their thing. Steph Curry at Madison Square Garden. Steph had been kind of in a bit of a slump. He busted out of it, 31 points. You had LeBron James in Los Angeles. It's versus the Wizards, and it's in overtime, so it's it's tough there for the Lakers. But LeBron making huge plays at the end of that game and in overtime, a vintage well, LeBron block and a clutch three to uh, to tie the game late in overtime there. So And now LeBron, nine points shy of a career 40K points. I think that was, uh, if I was reading correctly, I know we were, uh, that LeBron, that, they, that the Lakers were playing the Clippers, and they were down 19, and LeBron brought them back. Oh, yes. yeah, that was yeah. Yeah. Epic. Yeah, uh, that, that's, epic that was, runs. yeah. Had a big week. Yeah. yeah, huge week for LeBron, because yes, you're right, that was two nights ago. Yeah, they won a 116-112. Yes. And, uh, LeBron, LeBron outscored the entire team in the fourth quarter. Yeah, LeBron went, uh, went off for 34 that, yes. that night. But and then they he, were down big. They were. And he rallied them back. Yeah, it was epic. Yeah. And then last night, he uh, he does what he did there, and now he's nine points shy of 40,000. You had Wembenyama also uh, just playing some really, really good basketball, and there was a sequence late in that game where he gets a great block, comes down, boom, cash money three, kind of a dagger three in a, in a tight game in the final three minutes versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, and then he has the moment late as well where he stuffs Chet Holmgren. And that seems like it's going to be a fun. That's a, that's, they've, they've gone together a couple times already this season. It's been pretty good. Yeah, that's, a, that's going to be, I mean, really the best young up-and-coming big man rivalry in all of basketball right now, sharing a division and um, sharing a similar age and build, uh, you know, just thin dudes who can do a lot with the basketball. Yeah. Chet versus Wemby is going to be a ton of fun, but Wemby gets them. Uh, the best of them last night, huge plays towards the end of that game, but 28 points, 13 rebounds, seven assists, five blocks, two steals, very efficiently, five of seven from the three-point line. What Wimby, mm. what Wimby did last night and what he is doing uh, over the last few weeks has been really, really awesome, living up to the expectations, as crazy as it is to say. It's a big win, man. Yeah, and he becomes the first player in NBA history last night. 25 points, 10 boards, 5 assists, 5 blocks, and 5 three-pointers in a game. He's just Jeez. he's Mr. Do-It-All. Yeah, he's a creative player. Holy smokes, dude. He's going to have a depoy. He'll get a depoy. For sure. Uh, probably probably a few depoys. Mm. Based R-poy, on the way. depoy, MVP. All of it, yeah. yeah. 
stacking hardware. Question is, you know, how long will it take for the Spurs to actually do some winning? I mean, that's a big win last night versus the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are really one of like four teams in the NBA that uh, history would suggest still has a chance at winning this year's NBA title. If you remember, we talked about the Phil Jackson 40-20 rule or theory the other day, uh, where over the last 30 years, it's 27 of the last 30 NBA champions in the regular season notched their uh, 40th win on the season before they got their 20th loss. And now the only teams that can actually say that this season are the Celtics, who the Mavs play tonight, the Denver Nuggets, Timberwolves in there. The Timberwolves and the Oklahoma City Thunder. So, I mean, the history says it's pretty much out of those four teams, three are in the West, only one in the East. Uh, Makes a ton of sense. Boston is the favorite there because the competition in the East is is lower. But those are kind of your four teams that history, Phil Jackson's theory, would say still have a chance to win. I want to say Boston's going to do it, but if Denver stays healthy, I just think they hit an upper echelon. Right now, the Celtics are hungry because of how their seasons have ended for like the last eight years. They're desperate, <laughs> you know, so they're they're like, let's get home court advantage and let's just kick everybody's ass and make sure it's obvious. The Nuggets got that championship cruise on. After you win one, you're like, yeah, let's make sure we make the playoffs and then see what happens, you know, and, and that – you know, that, that, that championship pace that you can set in the regular season can pay off. But right now, and it's why I'm so excited to watch Mavs Celtics tonight, it just seems like Boston is on a mission, and they won't be denied. That's, that's what it looks like right now. Yeah, they should be fast-tracked to the finals, and then it might be a, a Denver's just too good thing. They are deep. They're still legit. Jamal Murray got banged up last night, though, rolling an ankle. So I don't know how serious that is. But like you said, if healthy, I still think the Nuggets are the yeah. team. Yeah, and then, and then with the Thunder and Wolves, and, and you know, I sometimes this will bite me, but I don't believe a young team can win three straight playoff series until they do it, you know, or until they're like well deep into their twenties and they're you know making their you know fifth or sixth trip into the playoffs. I just I don't believe it's possible for young teams to have what it takes, the focus and the consistency to execute to believe in one of those young teams right now. Although they are getting pretty amazing and Minnesota's been around for a while now. Football's finest coming up next as we get into the five o'clock hour, Chief, where we heading we have all sorts of fun things to get to in the football world, including the interesting way Caleb Williams became the throwing stud that he has become. And we got some Rangers things we need to hear from Bruce Bochi next year the nation we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com